0: You know, we're being honest on here. We want to make sure that we're stepping through the journey with you guys. This is what we just know. (music) Test, test, one, two, three. You know who I be. It's your boy. Moral Support. Welcome to another episode of Embrace More podcast. I'm here of course with the Homie Carl. And uh Carl, it's it's great to be back in our normal kind of our normal series, our normal episodes. Um on today's episode, I think that we should journey through something I've been really excited for us to journey through. Mhm. We're going to learn about, dive into gentrification.
1: Okay.
0: We have not done an episode on it. No, we've
1: we've been talking about it for a long time. We've been talking about it for a long
0: time. We put stars beside it. So we're going to save this one. But now's the time, man. Now's the time. Let's dive in. There's so many examples. There's so many things happening around us. I feel like it's a timely issue that Richmond is definitely suffering from. So or untimely. Or untimely, untimely, untimely. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like, just like we did food apartheid, just like we did neighborhood bias, we are going to now journey through gentrification. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, before we jump into that, we have our big facts segment. Our big facts segment is when we either me or Carl. Will shout out people, organizations, or events happening already making a difference in Richmond. This episode's shout out goes to Creative Friends Market. Shout out to y'all, son! Like I have not go, I've not gone. Have you gone?
1: No, I didn't even heard of it.
0: So I haven't gone yet, but I'm really excited to. Okay, uh, the Creative Friends Market is hosted by Iman Supply Company. Mm-hmm. And is an interactive flea market for the entire family. Oh, cool. You'll have a choice to shop and support local vendors, food trucks, and just enjoy live entertainment, games, giveaways, and a drive-in movie experience. The next one they're having is April 22nd, 2023. So put that on your calendars. Hopefully this episode comes out before April 22nd. Um. And you haven't missed it,
1: but it's like next week. It's like every week. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is. <laughs> um,
0: but uh, doors open at 2 p.m. and they go till like 7 p.m. But I, I can imagine that the movie, the movie probably ends the night once it gets dark. But they're located at 8100 Cogbill Road, Chesterfield, Virginia. So they have all this land out there a couple of acres of land mm-hmm. and that's where they do it um, and they have a great team um So is this like a flea market? It's a flea market. It's a friend the creative friends flea market. Okay. And uh they they also have vendor opportunities. So if you're out there and you're you want to be a vendor, you want to be a part of it, you want to set up a booth, they have different tiers that you can uh you know, be a part of their um their market. So you can email them or like contact them at the creative friends market at gmail.com. Really easy to, to remember the creative friends market at gmail.com. They're also on Instagram, man, they have a, a wonderful team and it looks like they're doing a lot of creative things. So big facts, shout out to the creative friends market. Awesome. So here we go to our main squeeze. So this is part one, friends, of our new topic, gentrification. Part one is the what we know episode, which means that me and Carl have not done any prior research. We will discuss this topic from what we know about it already or from what we've heard. We can feel free to be wrong because this is our <laughs> you ignorant. Know, ignorant, ignorant episode. <laughs> um, so just starting off. What is gentrification, Carl? I'll let you go first this time.
1: Yeah, so gentrification to me or what I've gathered from my experience and learnings over the years is where people come together as a community, not in any uh, intentional or orchestrated way, but they take over the community and change the culture change the appeal and change the way things work within that community it can be a neighborhood it can be a block it can be a whole city but it's where things change and and oftentimes i think of when i think of it it's likely not favorable changes Mm. um and the word gentrification is broken down into from the gentry, so like a collaboration of a cohort of people mm. in a community. It's like they're taking over that. So like if you think of gentry, the the local gentry, they're mm. gentrifying that community. Ooh, um, so a little Ooh, etymology Carl, there Carl for smoked you. Smoked this one. Um, Carl smoked this this topic. I thought long and hard <laughs> about this one. So it's 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 uh it's it's not intentionally re research. It's just you know, ca- yeah. casually research casually from, from research. my point of
0: view. Got you. Yeah. I promise
1: y'all we do not
0: have, We Carl didn't even know that we were doing this topic before we came in here. So he obviously didn't research it. I didn't research it either. But, you know, we're being honest on here. We want to make sure that we're stepping through the journey with you guys. This is what we just know. Um, So what is gentrification, moral support? Um, I would say it's, it's, It's when (laughs) it's when you should have gone first. (laughs) Yeah, I should have gone first. (laughs) You smoked that. (laughs) Um, It's when the property value of a certain neighborhood Mm. is intentionally brought down and sold at a cheaper price. And then the prices are jacked up again, you know, based on, you know, who bought who bought the the property value, you know, the the lower property value, who bought the space, who bought the lot. Now they can put whatever they want on that lot for a cheaper price. And then once they do that, they can raise the prices back up. Mm -hmm. And what happens is the prices go up so far that the people that normally already live there can't afford to live there anymore. Mm -hmm. So they're forced out. That's what I mean. That's what I see as gentrification. Um, Just, you know, the systematic, bringing property down you know what i mean um the act the systematicness of it i'm saying systematic for a reason that reason being i think it's part of a plan when i see it in the city when i see it in different cities i think it's part of man this is how those that those that have this is how they operate and move and shake the world you know um it's a system and it just ha- it just so happens that people of color are at the bottom of that system Um, and they're impacted but certainly it impacts everyone and we're going to journey through this Um, but where can you find this problem where can you find this matter or examples of it Um, and I'll go first this time Mm -hmm. where can you find it Um, I particularly don't really see it in rural areas I could be wrong that's what this episode is for I don't really see it in rural areas. I see gentrification happening in our more urban areas, you know, our cities. Um, I see it most prevalently in D.C., my hometown. Mm -hmm. I see it in Maryland as well. Um, And I see it in Richmond. I see it in places where um, some of our, you know, beloved neighborhoods that people are scared to go to. You know, I see it in the Jackson Wards. I see it in the Church Hills. I see it in the uh, just different areas that I that I know that, man, people would normally be scared to go to this area. But now that they put a Starbucks and a Publix over here, <laughs> now now people are kind of moving in. And, and and as people are moving in, people are moving out. So I being forced to move out. So I, I see it in. Uh, I know that there's. It's happening by uh, Hollywood Cemetery area, VCU, Oregon Hill Hill area. There's some remnants of it. It's happening, what I've seen so far, it's happening in Mechanicsville, Mm -hmm. um, Mechanicsville Turnpike. It's slowly coming down from the west, west Mechanicsville Turnpike is slowly coming east. And it's eventually going to reach like Armstrong area, you know, uh whole street area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely see it in Azalea Avenue. Oh, man. <laughs> Azalea Avenue. Shout out to Azalea Avenue. I am from I'm, I went to Henrico High School. I'm a warrior. OK, I see. Gentrification slowly creeping in. It's gentrification is not fast. It's not let's knock all these projects down and let's build some nice stuff. It's one or two things at a time. What I've noticed is that Amazon is building a. a distribution center. Distributions. It's not a distrib- It is a distribution center, but it's more than just that. I think it's also like uh, offices of some sort, like a headquarters. Yeah. They're building it off of Azalea Avenue right before you go down um, near the raceway.
1: Mm, okay.
0: um, and it's, it's right there near the uh, f- the fire station right off of Azalea Avenue. Across the street from the flea market. Oh, wow, yeah. It makes me think that at some point they're going to knock that flea market down. Across the street used to be... Um, a neighborhood market, no name neighborhood market. You know what I'm saying? Some hood stuff. And there used to, and there there still is, but they're about to knock that down now, is a corner store. But they're building like these high-rise, look like apartments. They're building really nice high-rise whatever where there was a market. They did build a, a Dollar General over there too. But what I see is that that Amazon building Is bringing in jobs, a lot of them, which is good for that community. But I feel like also if the property value is being raised and the people that's been living there for years can't live there anymore, they're going to have to leave. Yeah, especially if they're not going to be able to be the ones that get the jobs at this place. So it's, it's like the people that live in that community should benefit from the come up of that land. They shouldn't have to move off of it just because they can't afford it or whatever else, you know. Um, but yeah, those those are just some of the places that I see it in this city, particularly see the problem. Yeah, you?
1: I, I think it can happen anywhere. That's true. Right. It's uh, so if there is an existing population in a place and they've existed mm. there for a long time um, or a significant time where, like you said, <sighs> values go down or mm-hmm. it becomes undesirable yeah. and then at some point it starts to become desirable so much so that the existing population is priced out whether it's by rent or property taxes then they're pushed out because they can no longer afford it afford that mm-hmm. that that is something like gentrification so it's a symptom of gentrification for sure yeah um so I, I see that happening. Yeah, of course, in cities, like I mentioned, it can happen block by block. Mm-hmm. It can happen in a neighborhood, a whole region. Um, you think of like Northern Virginia or yeah, uh, just across the river in New York City. So New mm-hmm. York, New Jersey, for sure, yeah. is, is like that. Eastern Shore, Eastern Shore. So you you name it; it can happen in in any of those places. Yeah,
0: yeah. How does um, how does it impact? the community and, and I would like to believe that it impacts both. Um, I know that it's happening where I live, but in reverse, <laughs> I don't really know what that's called or what that means.
1: How do you mean in reverse? In reverse,
0: in a reverse in a sense, um, I teach at a middle school. Um, I've said it a number of times on this pod, but it's, it's Tuckahoe Middle School, but in that area of like, you know, three chopped Tuckahoe area, Richmond. It's Henrico County, but it's like Tuckahoe area. You know, Param three chopped, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's not really. It's not short pump. You know, I mean, if you live downtown, or you know, if you live down here, you might think like, oh, that's all just short pump, up there, And it's not. Um, that Tuckahoe area feeds two different communities. You have, uh, you know, the river road area. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> That is uh you know, shout out to river road. We love you too. Um, but if you live, if you live in river road, you got dough. Like I, it, it, that's just a fact. Like you can't hide that. That's just a fact. <laughs> um, there's no slight against that. There's nothing wrong with having money, but if you live on that street, <laughs> you gotta have money to live over there. It's high prices over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also services three chops <laughs> you know uh it also services uh the neighboring houses uh around regency mall or the remnants of regency mall uh it also services the chelsea apartments area the the tucker high school uh communities there and there you have you know a hungry uh well not not that far for Tuckahoe, but you get, you get what I'm saying yeah it, it services two different um income levels gotcha so it's what how's it going in reverse it's going in reverse because what as far as the students that are being enrolled mm-hmm. there's a lot more there's a lot going on with where I'm at but there's a lot more minorities enrolling mm-hmm. and a lot um more uh white students leaving Mm. either going to public school or being homeschooled or the virtual Academy. But what's happening also is a lot of them are moving away. They're moving to the other side where they can go to a different middle school and go to Godwin high school Okay, because parents don't want them to go to Freeman. Okay. What's happening is that these schools that used to be all white or primarily white are becoming more ethnic. You know, there's a higher African-American presence. There's a higher Hispanic presence. There's a higher, you know, Asian presence. There's just a lot more foreigners and minorities in this area. And I mean, even with the schools, there's kind of like segregation happening anyway with the IB program, but that's another topic altogether. Mm -hmm. But, it's happening in reverse because I feel like I feel like where I'm at in Tuckahoe, the property value is going down. You know, the property the property value in that area is going down, and since it's going down, more minorities are moving to that area because that's where they can afford afford. But I'm I'm also learning where they're coming from. They're coming from Richmond City. Okay. You know, and, and that's it makes me great. It is great for them. But I also see that, like, if they're coming from Richmond City, then what is happening in these other areas to where they can't like, where is the property value rising to where they, they can't afford no more? Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So it's kind of like happening in reverse. Um, But I feel like it impacts both. Um in a number of ways. I just don't really know the top of my head. I just feel like it's not a good thing. That's how I can feel most of the time. I just feel like that's, it's, it's just not like, I feel torn. I feel like it's, it's benefiting somebody, but it's not benefiting both. That's how I feel.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, because it's like, why, sh- why are the minorities, moving to an area where the property value is dropping. Or is the property value dropping because they're moving there? That's my issue. There it is. I got it out finally. <laughs> is the property value dropping because they're moving there? That could be it. Could the, be it. I the don't perception. know. Yeah. I don't know. But that's that's my perspective. That's what it seems like. That's what it seems like. It could be wrong, but that's what it seems like. Yeah. So I feel like that's how like it just the impact of that's what makes it systematic. That's why that's how it keeps keeps us in this subsequent sub minority area is that, you know, we can never be in a place or an area where it's just beneficial. It's always low. It's always, you know, the leftover, the scraps, you know? Yeah, I don't think that's right.
1: I think it's I think it's natural. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, and there are probably many strategies or theories to mitigate it. And what you're seeing is, it's like, if 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 in fact the there's a flight from that area where the the prominent or the majority race or class socioeconomical prominent uh, folks are leaving because the lower socioeconomical and racial. Folks are entering that gets to the idea where there's like NIMBYs. Do you know what that is? No. NIMBYs, it's an acronym for not in my backyard. (laughs) That's not funny, but that's not what I expected it to be. (laughs) I mean, it's it's a funny word. And, you know, it's, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a paradox really. It's like the NIMBYs, like the NIMBYs are the people that's like, I don't want those people moving in my neighborhood. I don't want those people on my block. And Oh, you know, the, the, the quote, there goes the neighborhood. There goes the neighborhood. Yeah.
0: Good fences.
1: Yeah. And so that's, that's what you see. Right. And so there's this fluctuation and even in the city of Richmond where there was a prominent white flight moment on the north side, where there was uh, around six points white school mm-hmm. um, segregated for most of its its past, not, not most of its time. And as soon as you know, people of color were able to afford to move in, there was this this flight to Henrico. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of the developing developing cities. Yeah. Up there, so I think Glenn Allen or uh Haskell
0: used to be all white,
1: yeah, stuff like that. And uh, so a lot of that fluctuates and it will keep right. on fluctuating, even thinking about my neighborhood on older city maps in, in Richmond. If you look at me my neighborhood, um, and this is around the red lighting times, they call them cheap frame houses, right? Yeah, and if you look at things like River Road or um things along Cary Cary Street just outside of Carytown. Town right uh, and in that area I forget what the name of the, the, the neighborhood is it's like U of R U of like R yeah, West Kerry, Hampton High Kerry, West Hampton right um, Windsor Farms
0: Windsor Farms
1: yeah really 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 expensive housing and it has been yes. for all of its time they and, have hedges they yeah, have hedges they have houses. hedges they have nice street sidewalks all that yeah Um, But now my neighborhood, where I live now, Mm -hmm. is being gentrified. I am contributing to gentrification just by, I am a a homeowner. I bought a house there because the parks, the walkability, the proximity to the city and where I work. I am a gentrifier. I'll admit that. Um, And so, who knows, 20 years, it may go in reverse. Mm -hmm. You know, in 20 years, a lot of these high rises that are being cheaply built, you know, they're expensive rents now, but they may be going down in value that she, yeah. you know who, who knows what happens with inflation yeah. we may see those property values go away yeah at that point and, i mean not
0: to bring this up in like current events we kind of stay away from like current worldly events but everything um correlates you know i know the the uh the bank uh crashing oh and silicon, silicon Valley, silicon Valley bank and um you know its ramifications are kind of echoing. I know right now that uh, there's been a of, uh, there's been a number of layoffs in Silicon Valley with Apple, and I believe Amazon. Um, there's been a number of layoffs and stuff like that, so it's starting to echo. Yeah, I'm right. not sure how bad it'll be, below, you know, once it gets to this side of the country. But
1: I mean, it's scary. There's it's scary layoffs. There's been, layoffs, <laughs> there's been in, layoffs in the Richmond area. In the Richmond area, um, because of that. Yeah, well, not because of that, but just leading up to it. So, yeah, um, the, yeah there money is. Mm. connective tissue there for sure
0: right um man oh man this is a heavy topic y'all this is going to take i mean just like we took our time with other issues i believe we're going to take our time with this as well we're going to give it the attention it deserves um this will be the series that leads us to the end of our our season this time around we're gonna we're gonna go out on a a bank with a bang this season with gentrification uh and also our maps series um that should be an interesting one as well um but hey you know what is gentrification to you is it something that you see or is it something that you don't believe in or don't see um is it just a buzzword for you or you know is it something that's like man this is a real issue that needs to you know be addressed uh you know, search your heart, search your mind, look around, look around in your town and your city. Uh, hopefully this information, this this air where we are, me and Carl, uh un unresearched, hopefully you felt akin to that and hopefully you continue to listen and take this journey with us. Um, so you know, write down what you think it is. Uh come online. Uh you can hit us up on on Instagram at embrace underscore podcast. And you know, let us know what you think gentrification is. Uh, become a part of the conversation. Hit us up. Send us a, a DM. We would love to have a conversation with people um, about this. So thank you guys so much for joining us for the, with this episode. We will see you on the next pod. <laughs> Talk to you guys later. Peace.